0: This week's Bonfireside Chat Appendix is brought to you by Michael Henderson. Thank you, Michael. You donated to our Patreon campaign. Go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and kick us a couple bucks a month Uh, for your generosity. You will get some rewards, uh, such as uh, if you donate at $5 or above, you get to participate in our live streams, which happen towards the end of every month. Uh, You know, just go there, check it out. There's probably something pretty cool there. Once again, that is patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, and thank you for your generosity.
1: Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield.
0: My name is Cole Ross.
1: And you're listening to Bonfire Side Chat Appendix and Undead Appendix. Yes, and this week we are reading responses
0: to the Shrine of Amana and the Undead Crypt. David was not able to stick around, but we appreciate him uh, sticking around on the last episode uh, and yeah. uh, joining
1: us for that. Real nice, yeah, if astute listeners will remember that he had a burrito waiting for him. Yes, and <laughs> it's out now a week later, <laughs> and and I can't uh, check in with him and see how that burrito went. <laughs> But I hope, for his sake and ours, it went great. <laughs> yes. Yeah, huh. yeah. So uh, for follow up, the uh, the skybox and uh, Drink Lake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I throw that out there, I don't think it's in the notes. But the, it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is it? Oh, so okay, I didn't yeah. see it. So Never. so
0: Brett, Brett writes in via contact saying, "I know how you guys feel about Reddit, and uh, maybe uh, he posted this on something awful too. But I uh, thought you might be interested if you hadn't already seen it. And uh, this is something that uh, that Illusory Wall." Our good friend from the data, uh, data mining episode uh, uh, posted about recently as well um, about a, a mystery structure in the Majula skyline.
1: Oh, that, that's not what I was referring to. Oh, I was referring to in the Lake episode where you were saying how the sky around Drenghlake <laughs> oh, Castle. I forgot just about black. that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that was, I was trying to tease things. you about a thing that you goofed on. Yeah. Yeah, that that, Sorry, that,
0: that, that. that I goofed hard on. Okay, so yeah, let's yeah. Let, let's do two things about skyboxes. Let's make yeah, this thing
1: skybox hour. <laughs> yes, because the the skybox. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah. So I'll address yours first, and then we can talk about Brett's thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was complaining about how Lake Castle was real drab because it was just a like a pitch black sky. Turns out, uh, my version is glitched. Like my like my yeah. installation of the game is uh, is uh, done broke, and so yeah. I was. Uh, speaking directly out of my asshole with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, not really. It's what you saw. Like, yeah. it's not. That it was the the truth according to what you had. Yeah. The um, and I remember both me and Jerry both being like, "Yeah, huh? I didn't really notice that." Mm-hmm. but i didn't know it well enough to be like no that's not true yeah you know like it was like one of those things that and this happens i think we both do this to each other on the show <laughs> where like somebody will say something and it's like well that sounds about right you know <laughs> yeah. if like we're a little bit unsure of it uh-huh. um mean, you know, there are things there are convictions that we have that are deeply held but we also <laughs> it's a conversation so we can change our minds yeah and uh, i was like oh okay well maybe not maybe i didn't look at it well enough yeah but then it turned out yeah as always the truth is somewhere in between <laughs> um, yeah they, they, so. they were extenuating <laughs> from okay
0: so taking taking the meme away from that the truth is always more complicated than you would think there were extenuating yeah. circumstances what i'm embarrassed about is that i didn't remember my non-glitch playthrough from the ps3 and so mm. the, the playthrough that i was basing my notes on for the show you know it wasn't like oh something's wrong here um it was really just me yeah being short-sighted. Yeah. So I apologize to anybody that I offended by saying Dream Lake is not beautiful. I've gone back since. It is beautiful. My bad.
1: Yeah. He's, he is a beautiful area, and I, I don't mind. It was um, Allison Baker, our buddy, was just like, so do I have to, because when we did the data mining episode, <laughs> she's like, well, do I have to wait two weeks for Skybox Gate? And I was just like, well, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there's Skybox Gate for you. But let's uh, let's talk about Brett's Gate. Yeah, Brett's, Brett's Gate. gate. <laughs> Brett Gate. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's gate now yeah gates yeah. are big yeah <laughs> some guys at a fence company just like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. rubbing his hands Ga- gates
0: Ga- Ga- mcfadden is like here it comes again <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> i'm back baby <laughs> come on wesley let's do it,
0: <laughs> uh, is it isn't Ga- <laughs> gates mcfadden a lady yeah okay cool oh, did i did i gender <laughs> i think i think that you like you, you made it sound like your uh your usual tough guy voice it oh was, it was it had shades of nico and vince but, well, here, I'll, I'll do it again. <laughs>
1: come on, Wesley. We're back. I'm Gates McFadden.
0: Okay, cool.
1: I'm a lady. I'm a pretty. Lady. <laughs> I'm a doctor, too. <laughs> um. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, but uh, well, what Brett wrote in to say uh, was that uh, um, if you look beyond where the skyline wraps, uh, if you look past where the Twin Towers and the Deus Ex New York skyline were, mm-hmm. um, you will see um, uh, an unidentified uh, structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: In, uh, in Majula, which is the outside of the Undead Crypt, and there's a really good um, illusory wall post about yeah. it. That like references the map that came with the Collector's Edition, and references the Majula map and everything. And it's like everything that he does. It's it's you know exemplary.
0: Yeah. So yeah. so can you include a link to that post in the uh, in the show notes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's real weird. But space is spacey wasty. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, I I can I can accept it. And the fact that it isn't there maybe means that there was some shifting around. But
1: yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. So pretty
0: neat. Yeah. Uh, uh let's see here. Take writes in via via the comment for via comment on a recent post uh saying you can actually shoot Nishandra, uh referring to the Drain Lake episode. Man, that feels like it was forever ago, doesn't it? And Yeah, doing those little one-offs. Yeah, yep. Thro- throws, us, throws us off our rhythm. Uh, he yep. says, you, can actually, you can actually can shoot Nashandra, uh, but there's some kind of condition that must be uh, met first. I definitely saw Lobo shoot her a few times, making her disappear. When I tried, though, it didn't work, uh, but that was when I first arrived at the castle. Continues addressing other things. uh The ground dragon rider's swing uh, can destroy th- uh, the four pillars in the room. Again, referring to an inconsistency in our uh, episode, uh, including the one that the archer is on. One of the first things I do when I start that fight is to lure the dragon rider into swinging into that pillar. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, those. Uh, I, those... I don't remember saying that he couldn't. Did yeah. we? Did I, we say I, like, he couldn't? I, I brought it up almost like as a question, um thinking like, "Hey, is that actually a thing, or am I making that up?" Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, th- I think that it was just kind of one of the things, like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Hmm? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, then he offers kind of a crackpot theory, which he admits is a crackpot theory, that Titanite maybe is people. He means undeads. Um, there, uh, there's Cloan, uh, who is always carrying around bones and such. Then there's the Bell Keepers with their limitless supply of chunks. And the last I checked, a Bell Keep isn't exactly a mining shaft. So the only product that's coming from these guys are the undead, uh, that they slice and dice up for which you get chunks. I like this theory because it's super grim. <laughs> that it is that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is very <laughs> gross. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, so in, in Dark Souls, we pretty
0: like we established that uh, that Titanite is um, part of these demons, right? Because you, you you tie them down and you harve them.
1: Well, Demon Titanite is. Okay. Because, Yeah, because it's it's the specific kind of Titanite that you pull off of their faces. Okay. I don't yeah. think that we said like all different kinds of Titanite come from different like from that same demon or from yeah. different demons. Wait, was Itake
0: Hirudin uh talking about how they might be pieces of the art stone? Because yeah. of a uh, translation stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know about that. That's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No. Yeah. But thank you, everybody, for mm-hmm. your questions. Thank you, Take. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Um, lots of little quick responses to Shrine of Amana. <laughs> it had that kind of effect on people. So I'm gonna just rapid fire these these guys. Uh, Tanner Wolf says, uh Bonfire side chat. Hope you rolled a ranger character edition. Um, Isaiah Christian says Shrine of Amana, the fucking bane of the non casting build. God, I like the idea of the bane of the non casting build because it sounds like the curse of the working class. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you know, they're the the uh, it's the bane of the mundane. Yeah, bane, the mundane bane. Yeah. Um, Glenn Chrismand, uh says, watch out for soul arrows. David Kenneth says, uh, I remember a long time ago being a young man and playing the non-casual Amana. It was hell. Lots, lots of good, lots, lost lots of good men. Um, and Tom Servo says, I wish I knew more about the Grave Warden. It seems like he should be in play more. I think he specifically means Agdane, not the uh, yeah, yeah. the nameless jabronis. <laughs> um, yeah, all, all stuff we covered in the episode, all more or less. Mm-hmm you know asked and answered um agdain like he does have like like he if you think of if you start thinking of his character just as you start thinking of the purpose of the undead crypt and just think of him as the the warden of it and the the boss of it mm-hmm. his character makes more sense yeah you know it doesn't feel like he's just existing in a place like he kind of is the principal character of that place mm-hmm. and he he makes a little bit more sense
0: yeah and super cool dude very eloquent yeah i like him I like him too. And, and he looks good.
1: I like his clothes. Yeah,
0: I like <laughs> his sword. That's a great
1: sword. Yeah, that's a, That is a very cool sword. Yes, it's it's way better in like PvP than it is PvE. Like as far as like the invisibility. Yeah. Aspect to it, and let's see. If he makes two swords because I've been talking about the dark drift. Is that what you've been?
0: No, I'm I'm talking about the uh, about the uh, crypt black sword. Oh, Okay. Yeah, which yeah. strangely you make from well you make from Nito's soul, so it's not strangely at all. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's in fact appropriately you make it from Nito's soul
1: yeah I referred to it as the dark drift in the last episode so if anyone feels like correcting us don't (laughs) about that or correcting me about that but the dark drift is what he gives you after you kill Vendrick
0: okay
1: he gives you his clothes and a copy of the dark drift yeah which is an invisible katana which is really (laughs) rad yeah
0: Let's see here. Moving on to the full-length responses from the fun size responses. We have Dan <laughs> via the contact forum saying, When I got to the Shrine of Amana, I didn't know whether uh, it was the itch that, that I'd had to start over a, as a hexer or all the dang blasted casters. But it was at this point where I abandoned my safe zone dex pyro and started working on these hexes you guys speak so highly of. Well, holy shirts, this hex business is a blast. I rolled up a plus 10 Lightning's Vi for a new Hexer way early in the game and just clobbered everything on sight for hours. Now I'm into the end game and loving this build. So thank you, you motherfucker casters <laughs> and Amana. You've changed the way I experience this game with your cheap-ass turret
1: bullshit. I like the, the careful avoidance of swearing <laughs> yep. up until that last line. <laughs> yep. I like the phrase, holy shirts. I like holy shirts a lot, too. Yeah, that's pretty um, good. It's sad about uh, hexes because they're still really great, but they have been nerfed. Mm-hmm. Like every patch has reduced the damage of a hex. Yeah. And I feel like I don't want them to do it too much because it takes such a stat investment. Like that was always the trade-off. Yeah. Like I'm going to I'm going to put points into wisdom and intelligence. I want to have fuck all big spells. And they've just been getting slightly, you know, less powerful every patch. Yeah. So. They're still working
0: pretty well for me. I mean, I'm rolling i I'm rolling a hexer right now.
1: Yeah. They're still good. They're like they're still good but I mean uh, Res- great resident soul used to be able to like five shot most bosses like it was pretty insane mm-hmm. and it does significantly less damage now yeah so over 1000 i think it usually does around 600 for my my hex person right no oh, still good um, Scott says via contact um, playing pre-patch Shrine of Amana was like the introduction scene from Saving Private Ryan wanton death everywhere and getting blindsided with projectiles with no cover playing a melee build was next to impossible for this area eventually I got my hands on the lightning bow as well as Gavlin's bottomless poison arrows and I proceed uh, proceeded cautiously through the rest of the zone post-patch Shrine of Amana is nowhere near as devastating as when the game came out kids these days will never know the hell that we went through or that it looked so pretty also, the entire area looks like a flooded Lost Izaleth. Thought I should mention that. Yeah,
0: I like the uh, the comparison to um, <laughs> to Saving Private Ryan because we we explicitly call it a cover based shooter. Mm-hmm. So this is Medal
1: of Honor. Yeah, <laughs> me- me- Medal of, of Amana. Yes, there we go. Yeah, the um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting too. Like I love the idea of that ephemeral game experience mm-hmm. like it feels cool to have that like that is a thing that we got to do we challenged the the proper you know unbalanced mana and got through it and that will never exist yeah you know it's like the uh the, the dragon butt things in izaleth yeah like uh, i don't know like i don't know if you played dark souls at that point but people talked about it a lot mm-hmm. like they used to have this huge aggro range yeah
0: no it's a, yeah. they would they would come at you from across the map
1: yeah yeah
0: um, the, the, the the only like analog to that in my personal experience is when they would completely overhaul zones in EverQuest, hmm. and you just wouldn't be able to access the old version of it again. Like when they would up level a, a dungeon, or you know, take this place that was uh, entirely unused before and have a story event that would turn it into a, into an entirely different kind of encounter. Like you know, that kind of living, breathing experience. This is less drastic than that, but it's a uh, it, it kind of raises that
1: same feeling in me. Yeah, it's neat. Yeah. Like I, I am I'm in favor of that kind of thing, in a way that doesn't make me want to explore MMOs. Yeah, so no, yeah. thank you.
0: Yeah, but yeah, thank you, Scott.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, David writes in via the contact form saying, "Ah, Shrine of Amana. I wish I could make one of those cool Reddit troll face comics for this area, but alas, bullet points will have to do. Run number one, quality build, careful sniping, cleared the area without too much of a hassle. Run number two, mega mage." All points into caster stats. Gleefully skipped through the entire zone, exploding everything. I was just too strong at that point to be stopped. Run number three. Dual Cestus only boxer build. Head exploding dot
1: gif. I rolled up, a, I haven't gotten to Shrine of Amana, but I, just for funzos, I, I rolled up a, a 50 yeah. punch guy just because the, the dual uh, power stance Cestus is really fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would, I'm would i dreading Amana. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
0: so. and and like when I say head exploding, Jeff just picture that scene from Scanners.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It, this does really depend on on your build quite a bit. Like I think it's possible through everything. I mean I know it's possible. Again, Lobos gives me hope for all things. Um, and I went through melee today, but mm-hmm. it does make a big difference what you're doing. Yeah, the um, which like in a way like we talk about people bring that up as a criticism of the game, like oh you have to play a ranger. Think about it, like if you're playing a ranger in the game most areas are not made easy for you Mm -hmm. you know like they're the you're in tight quarters there are you know enemies like clusters of enemies a little bit closer like having one area where that's the optimal build like doesn't feel like that much of a betrayal to me Mm -hmm. you know whereas like other areas are like oh it's like because it's kind of an accepted challenge run kind of idea but like if you're playing an archer like hey welcome to paradise yeah population me (laughs)
0: Gonna, gonna gonna toss you a bone
1: yeah, every other area, you know, um, fucking Iron Keep was hell. Yeah, but this this is uh, this is not too bad. Living in an archer's so. paradise. Yeah, exactly. Living half our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Eric says by contact. Uh, Shrine of Amana, although it's one of the most infamous Dark Souls 2 areas, is one of my favorites. It's beautiful, and the singing from the Milfinito is very nice. There must have been a level designer from who was having a really bad week when he designed this. Uh, this marks the only time that I summon help for the area and not just the boss, aside for two of the giants. Fuck those skeleton dogs. Um, I love the theming of the Demon of Songfight, including the music. The fact that the area is heavily about these singing spirits that is being that are being ruined by this evil singing monster is very clear. Uh, the music is such great contrast to the Milfinito song. This is especially noticeable when listening on the original soundtrack. Going from one track to another really shows that contrast. Beautiful and calming to this disgusting, guttural growling, and it fits really well. Yeah. Yeah, I agreed.
0: We didn't really yeah, talk I, about I, the uh, the music in the Demon of Song fight, but it is.
1: Yeah, it, it is really interesting. It's a little bit, like, just lower in the mix. Mm-hmm. Then um, at least the the Velstad and the the um, obviously the Vendrick ones. There's no other sound effects for the Vendrick one. Yeah. So out of the three, like it doesn't come to my mind. But when I have listened to it just on the soundtrack before, Mm -hmm. and it is a nice contrast. Yeah.
0: Um, I didn't bring it up in the episode, but uh, the contrast between Crypt and Tomb, wherever
1: Hmm. Nitos are to be found. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, even though like the the getting real in with this Nito stuff, you end up having to square the circle with uh, the Rotten, you know, who drops the soul and that gets difficult. Yeah. Like why he's down there. Like he makes sense down there. He makes sense here. He doesn't make sense in both in a weird way. Yeah. Like how the Milfenito got from, you know, something associated with the Rotten or vice versa. hmm But if the Rotten is indeed a uh, Pharos, mm-hmm. um, then, you know, he could have just traveled down there and then it makes a, makes a kind of sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, traveled down there after somehow getting Nito's
1: soul. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like slowly went crazy yeah. down there, and then uh, after founding the uh, the Milfinito and the Finitos,
0: <laughs>
1: they were the greatest band of all time. <laughs> Milfinito and the Finitos,
0: <laughs> opening for Gem and the Holograms. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> see here uh, Jeremy Greer uh, our good our good friend uh, writes in via Facebook I love the demon of songs so much it's not very interesting from a me- from a mechanical standpoint but the boss design is on point it just looks so different from other bosses in the series specifically Dark Souls 2 where I thought the boss design overall was weaker than Dark Souls 1 or Demon Souls similarly the main hall in the undead cri- uh, undead crypt with the giant statues is one of my favorite rooms in the game
1: yeah, I think he's talking about the the light up room. Yeah, which you you got to go do that light up thing. Yeah, um, you'll like it.
0: I would if it wasn't the
1: middle of the night. Yeah, no, don't, don't do it at night tonight. <laughs> Just uh, do it. You know, some time. Yeah. Do it. Like it'll take you five minutes. Do yeah. it tomorrow night. Yeah, um, it looked good. But yeah, we we uh, you know, gushed over the uh, Demon of Songs visual design as well. He looks great. Um, yeah, uh, Matthew says by contact. I'm gonna come out right out and say it. If that's bold of you. I'm going to come right out and say it. God damn it. Uh, the undead crypt is my absolute favorite part of dark souls 2. I love the bell gimmick, despite how utterly infuriating it could be at times. The guardians that were awakened when the bells were chimed were just tough enough to kill that having to fight one, let alone multiple, felt like a proper punishment. Them going down permanently once you destroyed their tombstones also made the area progressively more easy. Well, that until the final struck before the boss. Mm-hmm. Lighting that main chamber was also one of the game's uh, set piece moments for me, Just watching those gigantic torches light up and illumination spread across the crypt gave the feeling that it was, it was absolutely massive and you're only investigating a tiny set the crypt was probably the last portion of the game where i actually had fun it felt like uh it just felt like a victory lap after the shrine of amana no oh, he, he does not like uh, lds keep
0: <laughs> yeah. well, well you, you can like both
1: well he just said this is this the last part uh, yeah thought. so, so yeah. Yeah, yeah the um yeah but yeah i agreed on on those points even though i do I, I love lds keep mm-hmm. um give me a monster zoo man it's <laughs> like my favorite thing. Give me a dark science monster zoo. It's like my favorite thing in the world. The way that you said that was like, give me a monster, zoo man. <laughs> give, me a, give me a monster. <laughs> give me a lap. <laughs> Go zooman.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna round this out with Thomas. He writes in via Facebook, saying, The Souls games have had two hugely gut-wrenching moments for me that will probably stay with me for as long as I can still hold a controller in my hand. One was discovering Dark and Orlando. The other was walking past a fading Velstat to finally, finally, see the king that had cast such a long, imposing shadow on my journey. If not the final boss, at least the true end of my quest. The first time I stepped into Vendrick's tomb, I dropped my controller. Frozen for a time, it was the last thing I expected, and the horrible sadness the scene conveyed, what it meant, and what it uh, and what he had given up in refusal to be Nashandra's puppet, just clanged around in my head for five minutes until he finally aggroed and turned me into powder. Fucking scrub, hidden me while I was <laughs> AFK.
1: <laughs> does that, does he aggro after a time? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. But maybe it does because maybe I waited like a lot of times when people write in for the show, uh-huh. they exaggerate amounts of time where it's like, I was dumbstruck. I waited there for a half hour. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, I, I doubt you just kind of stared at your computer for a half hour. Like maybe you did. But he says, you know, he waited there for five minutes. Like maybe he goes aggro. I thought he only did it after you attacked him, but mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Yeah. I don't know. It could also be, well, he,
0: he takes a couple of hits to to, to finally get convinced to do a fight with you right yeah yeah so like I've I've aggroed people by setting down my controller especially the ps3 controller. oh yeah
1: that could be yeah that's true also um, I bet you he doesn't go doesn't aggro you after a time because that would make certain like things in the DLC annoying mm, yeah you know like if you couldn't get access to this room freely
0: mm-hmm.
1: so but yeah thanks everybody thanks Thomas yeah if you have things to about any of these three areas is keep the Dragon Shrine. The Dragonary. Lay him on us.
0: Yeah, because next week we're going to be
1: joined by Alec Ike. Yeah, um, who runs the, uh, the Blighttown Beacon, Yeah, which is a funny Tumblr yeah. that we like. Fake news from Lordran. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, um, hit us up there. And we've been recording for a long time, and Cole's very sick. So uh, you know all the things to do, just uh, the Patreon and Facebook and iTunes Twitter. reviews, yeah iTunes reviews, all that stuff. Do those things. Thanks again to David. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Here, and here are some deleted scenes. And, oh, and also that's, that's Cole. Yes. Hi. <laughs> hey, my name's Cole. I'm sorry. I
0: was
2: like, uh, are you
1: hey, sick? What's that? I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, cool. He was just, he was saying that he hasn't been feeling well. Yeah, so oh, I'm sorry. Discarded. Yes, that's
2: okay. I will say dumb shit even though I'm feeling well. Hey.
1: and I will take this opportunity to shine. <laughs> <and> say, <laughs> entirely Everyone's smart-less. gonna love me. I'm gonna be real popular. Everything's yeah. coming up Butterfield. <laughs> yeah, who got you sick? I wonder. <laughs> the, speaking of getting sick uh, remotely, my friend Austin mailed me some fruit. And it hasn't made me sick, but I thought that it would for a long time. Like he mailed me pawpaws. You know what pawpaw is? Is grandpa. That fruit. sounds like poison. It, it's well, pawpaw poison. <laughs> it's uh, it's it is. It's like a weird Illinois fruit that tastes like a custardy pineapple.
2: And All of that stuff is really
1: upsetting. <laughs> well, custardy is one of the worst adjectives, like that. Yeah, that is just not a good adjective. <laughs> Pertaining to custardy properties of like,
2: like assist or clotted, or like any of those words, like.
1: Ah. Yeah, mm. yeah. It was real. It was real moist when I opened it. Also, not a good Stop. word. Stop.
0: Yeah, and they're doing a bad job. Does it? <laughs> what, what's it look like on the outside?
1: Um, kind of like a like a. a <laughs> yeah 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 it looks like it's made of just a uh, sewn together dog rectums <laughs> a, dog, the, it, a dog's butt
0: full of custard It, uh, it <laughs> oh, is. A t- <laughs> a,
1: like a teardrop like the same kind of color as a pear but shaped more like a teardrop okay
0: like a smaller oh. yeah and le- legally yeah. it's only grown in illinois
1: I don't know. I, I don't know why it's always there. I I almost threw it away because it was fruit that came in the mail, and the uh, I, was, I was thinking that if I did that, what if I fucked up the Portland ecosystem? Like it it took over and like, you know, muscled out all of our you kind know, of grass. They replace grass. Trees. Yeah.
2: I get nerd wax in the mail, and I'm using it on my glasses.
0: Yes. Nerd, nerd wax?
2: I someone on Twitter recommended it to me. It's like a it's a way to make your glasses not slip down your dumb face.
1: Huh. Hmm. Like a, like a yeah. spirit gum, mm-hmm. but less... Yeah, it's like uh, a spirit gump. Yeah. That makes it, sense. Has,
2: it has all these terrible nerd jokes on it. So it told me that if I unsealed <laughs> the cap, it would uh, intensify my love of spreadsheets. I don't think they know what the you, job is because <laughs> I love spreadsheets a whole fucking lot already. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, I, it's, yeah good I did, luck, Nerdwax. I dare you, Nerdwax. Go for it.
1: When you, when you said nerdwax, I didn't think that was a proper brand name. I thought it was a kind of a thing. I
2: think it's in Vetica on the uh
1: on the <laughs> huh. That makes sense. Nerdwax. Cool.
0: Yeah, the original yeah. glasses wax. Boom. Yeah, I guess it would be the original.
1: And
0: it's like a. Uh-huh. It, it, it appears as though it's sold in chapstick tubes. Yes, it
2: looks like chapstick, but don't put it on your lips because it'll get <laughs> all gummy.
1: Yeah, stick your glasses <laughs> to it. <laughs> do you do, do you apply it to your nose or to your glasses?
2: To the glasses bridge, and actually it actually works pretty well so far. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it does over time.
1: Hmm. Well, this uh, this podcast will be a nice test run.
2: That's yeah i'm keep looking down at stuff
0: yeah.
1: yeah yeah so at the end of it let's all say what we think of the product this <laughs> so it'll show, show it up <laughs> like, yeah thank you nerdwax and thank you dark souls dun, 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 dun. Uh, love from software <laughs> from software is nerdwax from software uh, makes a lot
2: of finicky games that i really enjoy <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. Um, we're going to uh, like a retro gaming expo next month, and I'm going to try to fill up some holes in the FromSoft collection nice. um, from things. So I've got all the Kingsfields, but I I want to get some of the um, weirdo ones, like a Ninja Blade or what have you.
0: I hear Ninja Blade's actually pretty good. Yeah, I heard like, that too. If you like the over the topness of God Hand, it's really going to uh, it's going to do special things for you.
2: Ooh, I'm excited all of a sudden.
1: Yeah, that's I. I want. I just I printed out a Wikipedia list of all the FromSoft
0: <laughs> games.
1: So they did some of the so Armored Core's,
0: didn't they? they? Yes, they did Armored Core. They also did a uh, uh, one that I really need to play: Echo Knight and Echo Knight Beyond. Never from, heard. Of uh, them. They're FromSoftwares. Um, like a in warrior. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> just, cool. Holds so. lands in his in, in his adorable <laughs> little bottle nose. Um, <laughs> No, it's a, it's From Software's take on survival horror. Cool. Hmm.
1: Yeah, set aboard a space station. No, no part of that sounds bad to me.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, it's, it sounds it like, sounds like uh, Event Horizon, the video game.
0: I bought it several years ago in my in one of my massive survival horror collectathons and uh, never played it until I realized, oh, this is made by From Software. I need to bump uh-huh. this to the top of my exceedingly long list.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so how, how have you been, David? Nice to, to meet good. you with words instead of just text. just words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah the <laughs> words instead of the other kind. <laughs> you put the other flavor with, of word with this kind instead of that kind. Yeah. yeah. And
2: then indicates coming yeah. up, which I'm pretty hyped for. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, that'll be that'll be awesome. That makes me wish I lived in, in California. Oh, you're welcome cool. to crash at one of our, one of our spacious couches. It is it is it is tempting. I've I've thought about going. Our friends um who do uh like Kingdom of Loathing and uh video games hot dog and video games taco are gonna be there.
0: And oh, I was cool. talking
1: to them about that. So Yeah. Someone walks up and, and hands you a button that says video games taco on it. That's probably our buddy Jenny. Yes.
2: So I I will say hello.
1: I say hello and accept the button gladly. Yes. Accept it with grace. Yes. And like, 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 don't <laughs> ex- Don't inspect it for traps or anything. <laughs> well, I have a low hmm.
2: wisdom score, so I never do that anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah, you don't don't need to. Or just or just a high perception. You know, whenever yeah. I get a button, or I bite it to see if it's real gold.
2: The derived the per- perception is a derived score that is based out of the <laughs> wisdom score combination with the ranks but perception. The joke works <laughs> on two levels because a low wisdom would make you likely not know that you need to do this, and also your resultant check would be quite low.
1: I <laughs> took that oh, oh, the Sorry, to that was my Dark Souls band. voice. So
2: I was going to do that the whole yeah. podcast.
0: <laughs> you, you kind of went from Van Ho to, uh, to to Buffalo Bill. So <laughs> I fuck me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what if we had somebody? We should at some point. If we don't have a guest, we should just have somebody we've had on before, and give them a voice alteration thing, and say that we like landed Snowden or something. Like,
0: <laughs> should have gotten gotten Snowden for the data
1: mining episode. Am I yeah. right? That's what he does, yeah, right? He spilled, spilled all FromSoft secrets. Yeah. Yeah. He's the all done
2: um, reg- registry editing.
0: <laughs> blowing yeah. this wide open.
1: The uh, I, I had no idea because the uh, through a microphone like that could be just like a settling on a chair, or dropping dropping a pen. Was well, that I? But, yeah. well, 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 nothing. I'm back. What? Nothing.
0: <laughs> nothing. Yeah.
1: Nothing. You know, secrets I'm, I'm, right.
0: to... <laughs> I'm recording this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you're not. We had to hack the server. Um, <laughs> Quick, <laughs> kidnap a young lady. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, especially one that could use 110 percent of her brain. Yes. um